Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And this is the Monday Mindset episode. And we are going to take it right back to why your story matters. You know, I talk all things story on this, stories on this podcast, because this is really where my whole business, everything that I do started was with stories. And I really believe there's so much power behind our stories. So I really wanted to dive in a little bit more today about why your story matters. So I want to share some of the lessons that I've learned over the past few years about why our stories matter. And when it comes down to it is when we're going through really difficult times, we tend to retreat from the world. There's going to be some things you're going to be able to relate to here. And maybe this will just hit home, or maybe it will just shift your thinking a little bit or help you to shift your thinking is when we are stuck in these difficult stories, difficult times in our life, we tend to retreat and it's... It's our way of protecting ourselves. It's our way of not sharing everything that is going on with us. And maybe it's our way of processing. And I think that that's all okay in the beginning when you're going through something difficult, but learning and staying there is also a choice. And that makes it a lot more difficult, a lot more challenging to move forward. So when we do this, we are trying to avoid being hurt judged, criticized, or even being seen. And living this way, the big picture here is it provides no solutions or changes. So it's okay in the beginning when we're staying in the space because it happens. We have to process, we have to feel, we have to, we can't just push through, we have to feel it. But choosing to stay there is another, it's another choice and it's not helping us to move forward in our life. So when we are open to seeing that our stories and our experiences and our lessons make us who we are and who we are becoming, we can truly find and create freedom in our lives. This is one of my favorite quotes. You are not a victim for sharing your story. You are a survivor setting the world on fire with your truth. And you never know who needs your light, your warmth, and your raging courage. And that is by Alex L. It is just one of my favorite quotes It's actually um, something I refer to many times. So I want to take it back that this is, these are some of the lessons that I've learned over the last couple of years. And if you're new to the show here, my story started when probably almost 10 years ago, we started experiencing teen substance abuse in our house and it came out of left field was not anything that we were anticipating. And our kids were quite young when it happened. It was our two boys. And I remember at that time going like, this is just not happening. There's no way we're doing this, but no matter what we did to try and stop it, it just continued to grow and it continued to grow. And it just was a monster. There's no other way to say it. It took a life of its own in that process. I remember watching my kids going from this space of, 
you know, they were active in sports and school and all of these things to becoming completely different people that I didn't recognize. And during that time, there was a lot of parents who had a lot of comments and thoughts for us. And as I've said in the beginning stages, I just wanted to hide and I didn't want anyone to see or know that we were struggling because I equated that as a mom who wasn't doing her job. And that might sound ridiculous, but it was very real at the time. When we are experiencing a lot of judgment, we assume that we are failing. And as I was watching everything fall apart around me, I felt like I was failing. Through a lot of support and counseling and really doing a like deep dive into personal development myself, listening to a lot of Tony Robbins, Gabby Bernstein in the very beginning stages, I started to see that this was not my fault. And this story is, was happening to us, but I could make a choice in how I chose to respond. And I know that's really hard when we're surrounded by chaos. It's hard to understand that we have a choice in how we respond, but when you're in the middle on the thick of it, it doesn't look like it. So what I started to see and what I started to understand is, is that our stories mattered. Like it really did matter because everyone has something to contribute, share, and give in this world. And our stories create who we are and who we are becoming. They make a massive impact in our lives. And the sooner we acknowledge that, and the sooner we can be on the other path to being free from the weight of our stories. We give these stories so much power and weight over us because we let them define us. And that's what I did. I let this define me that I had failed in every aspect of my life. And I know this sounds so silly, but it was so real. And maybe there's something here that you can see and it will help you to reflect in your own life. There is recently over the last couple of months, there is somebody that I know on Instagram who has lost her husband unexpectedly. And she has shared all sides of it. And I commend her, like a hundred percent commend her. She has been sharing the pain of it, the experience. She wants people to be able to learn firsthand because she is also a speaker. She is somebody who I've actually had the pleasure of hearing her speak before. And she's very, she was very impactful then. And she's decided to use this time to share her journey with others so that maybe they can learn what it's like firsthand through grief. And that also means that she's sharing a lot of the things that people have said to her that might, you listen to it and it's like, what in the world? Who would send a message like that to someone? And this is part of the thing with social media is that we are reachable. Like people can reach you and send you messages, even if they're incredibly inappropriate. So what happens? But she's sharing it through this lens because she wants to take the stigma out of grief and what that looks like and really show the journey of learning to rebuild yourself when you are widowed from a very young age. Those are the people that light me up because honestly, I look at it and go, this is this is someone who is changing the world by what has happened to her personally. Now, this isn't for everybody. But I do want you to see that she is, she can be giving so much support to people she's never met before because she's normalizing the process of grief. What happens when we share our stories is we normalize the pain, the emotions, the feelings that we're going through, the experiences, because we start talking about them. The reason things become so 
this story around it that we make it something that it's not is because we don't talk about the difficult things in life. We don't talk about shame. We don't talk about those things because we don't want to put a target on ourselves or we don't want others to see that we are feeling weak or vulnerable or whatever other meaning we give it. But we are the ones that are creating that scenario and story. So we are, in that sense, we are giving the story so much more weight than what it deserves and what it needs to have. And when you give your story all of that power, what you're doing is you're actually taking it away from you. So when you're in this heavy space, you feel almost like I don't have any energy in order to create change. And you don't because you're feeding the story, right? You're feeding it. You're giving it gas. You're keeping it going. And you are not putting those solutions and that energy back into ourselves. So this is where a really distinct thing that I talk about a lot is living in your story and on your story. When we live in our story, this is where we feel stuck. And when we're living in it, it, this happens. It's in my case, for example, we were living at home with minors and dealing with this. There was nowhere to go that it was not in my story because we were living in this scenario. And so what we had to do was I really had to be able to, you know, stop feeding the emotions of it and realizing that I was the one that was keeping it alive. I was living in it. I was replaying scenarios over and over and over again. I was stuck in a cycle of frustration and comparison and resentment and anger and victimhood. And no change comes from any of those emotions. So what happens is that when we are stuck in it, we are feeding it and we are reliving it and we are looking for blame. We are looking for solutions And I spent an awful lot of time there. Learning how to stand on your story means that you have perspective. You can look at it. It's almost like you can stand up, not stage-wise, but stand up and look out and see that, oh, these things have happened and made me who I am. Holding on to all of that anger and resentment and comparison is only hurting us. It's not helping us. No change comes from there. So learning to have perspective means that you can look at these lessons, you can see these pieces, and you can share this with others because you now can see your story differently. It's not that it has happened to you. In a sense, it has happened for you, and it has helped you to become who you are now. I know the to you, for you part is really hard, especially in if you're in the thick of something right now, because for you feels really wrong when you're in a really difficult, challenging place, but learning to see that this, you would not be the person you are today if you had not lived through these experiences. You cannot love who you are and hate everything that's made you who you are. It just doesn't work that way. So learning that difference in perspective from standing in it to on it is where a lot of change happens. The next thing is, is that our stories connect us. They, they remind us that we are human and not alone. We all crave human connections. All of us do. Like, it's like, I think Brene Brown says it's the number one thing that we crave as humans is being connected to each other. And when we can do that, we can do that by allowing ourselves to be seen. So we're connected by our stories, our pain, and our emotions. Whether we see it or not, we actually are connected by the emotions that we experience. So as I explained, this um, person that I've been following her story, I didn't live through, I have not lived through her story. 
But as she describes her emotions and her loss, I can relate to all of it because we are connected by, by pain and emotions. That's what connects us. Also with the number of clients that I work with, when I first started, I was sharing um, my story as a parent dealing with teen substance abuse. But if I look at my client base now, like nobody has that story. There had been addiction in a number of my clients' lives, but good luck going very far without having somebody be impacted or affected by that because it's far more widespread than what we ever talk about. But we're connected by those emotions. We are connected by those experiences. And so learning about how to look at that differently allows us to give our power back to ourselves and not to the story. The next one is, is there a purpose or a reason for your story? How is it nudging you to become the person that you are meant to become? How is it nudging you to become that person? How is it shifting and shaping you to become that person? Finding a purpose in our stories, realizing that it is not all about us anymore can create a massive shift in our healing and in our energy. And I will never forget the time that a counselor said this to me when I said, you know, there's nobody talking about this. I've been searching on Google. I'm in all these groups. Nobody is talking about dealing with substance abuse and teens at home. Like I feel so alone. And I remember her saying, well, maybe that's your job. Maybe it's your job to do that. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get on social media and talk about this. And what happened was I got led into a Facebook group where it was moms who were dealing with substance abuse and addiction. And as I did that, like immediately my thoughts changed like in the moment, because now all of a sudden I was in a Facebook group with a hundred thousand moms. And I went, well, wait a minute. Like if these moms are all talking about this, then maybe I didn't do something wrong. Maybe I didn't cause this. I didn't cause it. It took me a long time to understand that I didn't, but I really, a big part of that shift came from being in that group and in that space. And doing that really helped me to see that my story had a purpose. And if I could help someone else with it, and if I could normalize talking about shame stories, and if I could reframe and help people to see things differently and help them heal and move forward from their pain and what they've been living, it just felt like I felt like I had a light bulb moment of there's some purpose. There's something that I can do with this. So when this all started, I wasn't, I could have never in a million years imagine that I would be here sharing stories with you. Like at that is just not where I thought, thought I was going to go. I just started to share my own story. And as I did that, I did it in small groups and small stages. And then somebody mentioned, you know, maybe a mentor said you should be writing a book. And I was like, book, this is crazy. So no, I'm not ready for that. I did two collaborative books first and then did my solo book and then started my podcast and then we did another collaborative book in 2020. And I am part of another collaborative book that is launched, that is releasing right now. And the we've already done pre-orders, but if it's something that you want to copy, send me a message because I'll make sure I still have some extras that I've ordered. And that story is very different because I'm sharing my entrepreneurship journey through 2020 pandemic back surgery and what kind of growth process I've had to go through. So if you can really get the gist of it, I'm very passionate about collaborative books, extremely, because it is an opportunity to learn how to share your story, but not be all alone in a solo book. Solo books are massive, massive 
it's a massive job. It really is. Um, and it's not for everybody, which is, is totally fine. Some people can bang out a book in no time, but when you're dealing with a vulnerable story, it's something that it takes time to work through. And I remember in 2017, when I was finalizing my book, I actually, like, I didn't have a business. I was working my full-time job. I didn't have any other business, but that's it. I was like working and writing, working and writing all summer long, editing and writing. That was it. It's a huge job. So I'm really grateful that I did collaborative books first and that I'm still part of them now. And that's why I want to share this because we have just launched, well, it's actually a soft launch, but we've already got people applying for it. The Everybody Holds a Story podcast. With our podcast, we are launching a collaborative book because we've been interviewing people since January and there've been so many incredible stories talking about the traumas, the experiences, the challenges we have in our bodies and how all of our bodies are carrying stories. And we want to normalize all of these discussions so that people can start to see themselves in other people's stories. And you, by doing this, you can become a solution for someone else and it can free you from the shackles that you have been putting your on yourself with this story and it can make all the difference in the world. And so I am so excited to be part of this with my co-host Suru. And so what I did is I have launched, I've linked in the show notes, our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group for everybody holds a story. And with that, we are, you can find the application in there to apply for the collaborative book because we are really on a mission to reach more and more people by learning how to share our stories. So I'm so grateful to be part of this upcoming project and it is launching in July and there's like, essentially we were set for August, but we've had people applying now, which is awesome. So we're taking 15 authors period. And because that's based on the size of the book through the publisher that we're working with. And I'm excited. I'm super excited because I just feel like part of my mission and part of Sue's mission, we're here to normalize stories. We are literally here to take that, that shame stigma away and normalize talking about and sharing our stories. So if this feels like you, I would love for you to connect and come into our group. So then you can put in your application to apply because this book is going to be, we're going to start working on it in early September. So it's going to be pretty exciting time. So all stories, all things business. This is what we do here because we are here to help others learn how to see their stories differently and learn how to show up as their most authentic person. And if you want to learn how to do that yourself, I have for lots of different coaching and support with from one-on-one coaching to group programs, but to help you to learn how to see your story differently and learn how to pull those lessons from it so that you can build a business, that authentic business that impacts, serves, and support others. We all can, every single one of us. And that is when life is really beautiful, when you can start to see what has happened to you, see it differently and understand that it's made you who you are, embrace it, show up as authentically as possible and impact others because it's it's an absolutely beautiful process. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for all of your shares. I love it when you reach out and you tag me on social media because I you help me to continue to spread this message. And I really, really am here to serve you and help you to see why your stories matter because they all do. Have an incredible day. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.